This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor. With mixed market bet builders, in-play betting and a selection of welcome offers, make sure your Premier League is spent with BetVictor's premier betting app. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Good evening and welcome to the Turfcast podcast. I am joined by Sam from the Clarets Roundup. How are you doing, my friend? I'm not bad, mate. I'm not bad. Yourself? I'm very well, mate. I'm very well. And I'm joined also by Neil from Neil Layfield on Twitter. <laughs> How are you doing, Neil? Good, mate. <laughs> I'm good, mate. Yeah, I really should get some sort of claret name put up there. No, but, uh, yeah, good, I'm like good, mate. It. How are you both doing, Alright. Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Obviously, I am Nathan from Nathan J. Rog on Twitter, but mainly Turfcast. Um, and tonight we are going to be looking at the Premier League. We're going to do. We're going to put Burnley to one side for a little bit. We're going to discuss all things uh, Barclays Premier League, as the kids say. Uh, we're going to discuss who's going to win it, who's going to lose, who's going to qualify for Europe, and everything in between. So, uh, where should we start? Should we start number one title winners? Yeah. Who, do, who wants we'll to go first? Who's winning the league? Who's, win, who's winning the league? Winners. Who's winning the league? Um, I'll go hmm. first. I'll get my boring answer out of the way. I think it's Man City. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to say. Man City, number one. So do I. Can't um, see anybody else. 
No, I, can't, I genuinely can't, and I think they're going to absolutely steamroll it as well. I don't yeah. think it's going to be like last year. I think they're. I think winning this treble has elevated them a little bit, and I know yeah. they've they've lost Gundogan, Gundogan, and they've lost uh, Mares, but they're still phenomenal, and they're miles ahead of yeah. everybody else. And I know Gary Neville's hung up on this. No team's done it four times in a row, but that's just because Man United never did. Yeah, these these are going to these will do it. Yeah, they look like the real deal, don't they? Um, they do. I'd say they've lost a few players, but. Like I saw him the last time we played them, it didn't matter who was on the bench either. They were still world class players coming on. They've signed Guardiola and um yeah, I don't know, don't know who else to link with, but it don't really matter. I don't think the current squad they've got. The links with um West Ham fella, aren't they? Piquet, is it? Yeah, uh, that's just well, that's just fallen through today, isn't it? Through, is time it? Of recording. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's we'll not mention yeah, it on the podcast, uh, but he's got personal things well, going on. So it, the deals fell yeah. through. Um Sam then, go on then, who's your winner? Oh, City. It's obvious, isn't it? Like, I mean, they don't get me wrong, they're a good team, but I've always had the opinion that I, I find them a little bit... I, I know they play good football, I know they've got a great philosophy of football and good, great players and rightfully are where they are, but mm. the narrative is a bit boring now, in my opinion. Like, Even against us, they only had to play for 15 minutes, get two yeah. goals, and then, you know, then they were they just kept ball for the second half. Like... So for me, while City are around, it's it's tough to say anyone's going to pip them to Premier League at the minute. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it more while they've got Holland, isn't it? While they've got yeah. Holland, they're going to score, and it's if they're going to score, they're going to win. Yeah, it's, it just makes it make, it makes it a bit redundant, really. The I mean, I'm hoping we look back all this end of the season and we're like, oh, a good title race, we're earning it in here a bit, but <laughs> I just don't see any other team coming close. And I don't think I don't think City are going to give Arsenal that five point cushion that. They need, you know, that they needed to catch up. The Arsenal fell away with, sorry, at the end. I don't think they're going to get that this year. I think you, if you're going to have, you, if whoever finishes above City is going to have a, he's going to be lifting a trophy at the end of it, aren't they? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's basically yeah. where we're yeah. at now. It's if if they can push City to the end, then they're going to be pinching them to the first spot, aren't they, really? Mm-hmm. So, right, that were an easy one, then that's out of the way. So, <laughs> next one, then we'll look at the Champions League spot. So, we'll start with, we'll start with second place then. So, who you think, who are you thinking, Sam? Uh, I've I've gone Arsenal. Um, mm. I, I think they've got better than last season on paper. Uh, I think uh, so. I've, I've basically I've brought some notes so that oh. we can <laughs> that we can go through this. Um, uh, so I've basically said um, they've had a brilliant window with Declan Rice and Timber. I think they're brilliant signings. Um, I think the jury's ever so slightly out with Havertz. You know, like mm. the player and the fee don't quite go together, in my opinion. The new role might go really well for him but I just I, I'm jury still yeah. out a little bit I think Odegaard Saka and Martinelli are just three of the best players in the Premier League they're yeah. so creative they can unlock you from nothing Martin Odegaard was in my opinion other than Haaland player of the season last season I think he was brilliant um, and then obviously at the bottom of that I also said uh, it's a real shame for Arsenal as no team will win the league while Man City are in it in this current yeah. moment so that team is capable of winning the league, but won't because of City. Yeah, the, yeah. Even like Arsenal's very, very best are still probably I don't know two, three players behind City, aren't mm-hmm. they? Really, they need another two or three world class players in Arsenal's team to yeah. come close. Yeah, it's probably about right. Who do you think, Neil? Same. I also wrote some yeah. notes. All Neil, you can see them. And <laughs> nice. I wrote uh, Arsenal. I think they're strong. Pretty much worth what you said. They're strong, much improved yeah. on last season on paper. Definitely, they made some very good signings, and they did seem to sort of improve as the season went. I know they dropped yeah. off 
but they did seem to get better and better as the season went off, and then it just went off a cliff. But that's yeah. purely because the pressure City put them under. And I've put there that the only reason that they won't win it is City. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. I've sort of gone a bit controversial with my second choice. I feel I might probably look like an idiot, but I've actually gone Chelsea second. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, no, I'm not actually going to laugh. It's fine. <laughs> you already did, so I know, yeah, I know no, you've set your stall out now. So I mean, no, I just think I think they've just got a really young, unpredictable, exciting team. Poch worked absolute miracles with that absolute mediocre down the middle Tottenham team. He's got a much better squad than he had when he was at Tottenham in the Premier League. So I think having no European football, I think they might have a little cup run, but I think the priority will be just getting the top four. And I think they might catch a couple of teams out. Like I watched them against Liverpool and they looked all right. Like this team of young players settling and, um, you know, you had, you had players coming on off the bench that were, you know, a bit of an unknown quantity, to be honest. But yeah, I'm just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is it about it. I just can't. I've had. I've said it for a while. Said it for about a month or two, and I just can't shake them out of my head. That I think they'll be there, there and up there. Really, I think it'll uh, surprise a few people. But I'll probably like a tip by the end of this, <laughs> by the end of the season. But yeah, I just think I think Arsenal are going to struggle to recreate that level again. I think you know, there's a couple of big signings coming there. Might weigh a bit heavy on the shoulders. You know, Declan Rice has gone from being the main man, best man, and a t- best man on a team to. You know, trying to a number, yeah. trying to drag a team, not drag a team, but trying to bring the team just that next level. And is Declan Rice that type of player to take us? I don't know to just jump another level. I'm, I'm probably going to be wrong, but yeah, I just think Chelsea might surprise a few people. Um, yeah, go on, Sam, get it out of the way, take the piss out of me. It's all right. <laughs> no, it's it's not it's not even that. It's like no. I mean, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to where I've where yeah, I've yeah. anyway. But you know, valid valid opinion, Mitch. Your yeah. opinion. This is why we do what this opinion, is why we're doing it. Conversation. I'm not doing this just for clicks, by the way. I'm not doing it just for clicks. There's a few podcasts out there that do it. I'm not doing it just for clicks. I just think they might be all right. So, um, right, tailing up um, Chelsea in second place. I think in third place, I'll go first this time. I think it's going to be Man United. I think they're going to set themselves up pretty well. Um, Ten Hag will click. Um, we'll skirt over the current issues around Man United of a certain individual quickly, briefly, get rid of that. Not many will mention that on another podcast, but I don't I think they'll bring in a few signings. Um I think Yeah, I just think they'll just be a steady third all season really. I don't think they'll drift too far away from third spot. I think they'll just sit there steady all season. Uh Neil, what do you think? Pretty much word for word is what I've written. It was really tough for me because I was torn between them and Liverpool because I think mm-hmm. they're both in the same sort of position. I think yeah. last year, it was really hard to judge the progress Man United made last year because they did on face value, but it's literally because everyone around them imploded. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to judge just how well they've done. But Ten Hag has, they've got a clear philosophy now behind them. Um, yeah. He's made some signings. Um, I'm not sure he's made signings where they needed, but obviously the window's still open yet. Um and that's same as you, I've just put they'll just plod along. I don't think they're going to set anything on fire. Yeah. I just think they're just going to be consistent and they'll just be up there. They'll not challenge, but yeah. they won't drift off. They'll just be there. Yeah, I think they'll have a good traffic, a European trophy as well, won't they? Again, I think they'll, yeah. have, to, they'll have to give that, you know, because I've always grown up with United. They were 
you know, it were, it were Tuesday night on ITV, weren't it? It was just United on telly every Tuesday night on ITV. Yeah. So they need to get back to that level. They need to get back to consistently being performers in the Champions League. And then I think the league title push will come in a couple of years again when they build that squad back up again. Yeah. So A little yeah. disclaimer on my noise, if, if, the, if the takeover goes through yeah, um, and, we, and they go mental in January, then yeah, the I mean, that is a caveat yeah. of if they get the takeover, the yeah. numbers they're supposed to be getting, they are a terrifying proposition because yeah. they already can outspend everybody in the league just on commercial revenue alone. So, yeah, yeah, it'd be like Chelsea, but ridiculous. It'd be just, it, I couldn't even begin to imagine how ridiculous spending Sam third place. Uh, yeah, I've, I've also gone United. I said, um, I think Hoyland is, uh, is a good good signing it's a shame yeah. that he's coming and he's injured straight away because mm. i think that was one of the the final pieces of the puzzle in my opinion for united yeah. i thought i thought if they went out and got harry kane in my opinion they became contenders this season maybe not through squad depth which is also what you know Ars- yeah. tailed arsenal off last season but i think their squad on paper is very very good you've got casemiro yeah. in the hold you've now got bruno fernandez and mason mount who i think regardless of what anybody said in opening day like one game doesn't define a player. Mason Mount's a good footballer, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think very he will, good footballer. I think he will fit in well at United. I think the biggest things that I wrote down were um, the lack of a number nine mm. will be a factor because as soon as you lose Rashford up front, Anthony is... I can't put my finger on what it is, but I just really think he's rubbish. Yeah. Um, Jaden Sancho is the shell of himself. And I think the other big thing for them is keeping that defence fit. If yeah. Varane and Martinez aren't the starting two at centre-half, I think they'll really, really leak goals again because you've got Harry Maguire who's on yeah. his way to be trying to sh- get shipped out and Victor Lindelof's not been a good centre-half for about four years. Like, No. I'd, I'd worry if they got a, a, an injury yeah. in defence, personally. Yeah, I think they're just... They're looking... To me, they're looking like just probably going to be pretty inconsistent. But yeah. just on the right side of consistent to tick over you know they'll beat pretty much every team you know sort of ninth downwards won't they so that's where all their points will come for I think yeah. they'll just get caught mm-hmm. out against the bigger teams and I think that's probably where mm-hmm. they, I, I do think the gap will be quite I think the gap will be bigger between first and fourth than it probably ever has been this year I do think I think there's going to be yeah. I think there's going to be a tight gap between second and everybody else but I think I think yeah and then probably fourth onwards they'll probably open up a bit of a gap but um, but yeah no fair enough that's yeah, all agreement that Man United are third. I think that's fair. I think they'll take that at the start of the season, to be honest. As long as they have a decent European run, like yeah. say they need to do, don't they? They need to get that income yeah. back in and get United constant, consistently playing Champions League football again. Um, right then, last of the Champions League spots. Um, we'll start with you, Sam, since you went last. Who have you gone for fourth? Uh, I've gone for Liverpool. It's, mm. it's too good of a squad to miss out yeah. on the Champions League again. They've They've definitely brought in the right level of player that we expect Liverpool to bring in, they're never going to match. And I know, I know these are big fees as well. And again, it might sound a bit strange, but they're never going to match City with spend on a yeah. player who's ready-made. They're not going to do that. They cut likes a project anyway. So mm. Dominic Shabozlai is an unbelievable signing. He's a great player. Yeah. Um, fits that model of, of how they want to play. McAllister's even better. I yeah. think the thing that could let them down is... Henderson leaving and Fabinho leaving and yeah. not getting a DM. They've missed out on Lavia. They've missed out on Caicedo. They've messed around with those two for too yeah. long. 
find the player that you actually want to bring in. That mm. almost felt like a, a bit of a petty thing with Chelsea to be like, oh, we'll have him and you can have him. And, yeah. and it all went a bit stupid. I, I, I do think they've got the squad for it. As long yeah. as Salah doesn't go to Saudi. Yeah, well, it's a free game, isn't it? That at the minute anyone can go Saudi. Yeah. But that's the reasoning. <laughs> yeah. All your reasons, what I've said, is sort of the reason where I, why I've put Liverpool where I've put them. So I've not mm-hmm. put them fourth. Um, I'll, I'll let Neil jump in and go. What have you gone for fourth? I went for Liverpool. Um, yeah. um, for me, it was it was really difficult to split them in United. Um, mm. But just for Liverpool, it's just that they are in a bit of a rebuild. Yeah. And I know that uh, I've got a few mates for Liverpool fans and it's a sort of, they've got to sell to buy there. So they're not necessarily going to get all the targets that they do need. Yeah. So I think that's going to hold them back a little bit. Uh, but I did write that I don't think they can be as bad as they were last year. Yeah. And towards the back end of the season, they did look like the old Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And I think that that that's what will carry on. Um, yeah. So I think we'll see them play more how we expect them to play this year. Yeah, yeah, it makes makes sense. Um, I say I, I've picked them a little bit lower than fourth for the same sort of reasons you said. I just think. I'll probably speak a bit more about them in a minute, but just think they might have a few injury problems and I think that might catch them out. I think the depth in the squad's the problem. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll come to Liverpool we'll, we'll again when I pick them. Uh, but I've gone for Arsenal to pick the last fourth spot. Um, I think it, it's a tough act to follow that because they ran City so close and like it was, it, it was, I thought it was theirs. I was accepting that Arsenal were going to win the league. I just thought it was going to be their year and... And they just drop the ball, and I think that's that's really difficult to pick up and go again when you've not actually won a title in so long. You know what I mean? There's so many players in that dressing room that haven't won anything other than obviously Declan Rice and a couple of others here and there. But you know, a league a league's hard to win, and league's probably even harder to just not win. You know what I mean? I think that might catch a couple of players out, but I do think they'll have a decent run in Europe this year. I think they'll give that a, a good push, but. Yeah, yeah. I've pipped Arsenal just to finish fourth. So yeah, two Chelsea and Arsenal probably two of my <laughs> controversial picks, but probably the rest of my table is pretty bog standard from not, here on in. But... Chat, to be fair, your reasoning, yeah, I... your reasoning actually kind of yeah. made me go like, oh, actually, like, yeah, yeah. But... yeah, yeah. It's just uh, I'm probably overthinking it, and they'll probably just finish second again. But I just think <laughs> it's a tough act to follow that, like getting so mm-hmm. close, and and it wasn't like. Personally, I don't think it was City being... I mean, City were incredible, but Arsenal sort of just passed it over to them, didn't they, towards the end of the season? They just sort of said, yeah, there you go. We'll do a couple of draws and drop a few points and you can just go and win the league if you want. And it wasn't like... If City had just blown everybody away and... You know, I mean, they did beat Arsenal, to be fair, twice in a short space Mm -hmm. of time, but I felt like Arsenal really struggled with that running and it might be a tough tough year for them, I think. Especially Mm -hmm. for... You know, you've got these like little... You know, little narratives underlying all everything. You've got the Ramsey Raya situation that might rear its head. You know, I think yeah. that's a, a, an interesting mm-hmm. situation, you know, to have sort of similar to ours, you know, Trafford and Murich to have too many, you know, someone has got to give somewhere. One's going to lose out and yeah. Rice coming in. Is it going to be too much pressure for him? Is it going to be piled on too much? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the goal scoring is a bit of a concern as well for Arsenal. I think yeah. Jesus, Jesus isn't going to give you the numbers or the minutes for a full season. And yeah. He's injured already, isn't he? Well, exactly, yeah. And I've yeah. not seen enough... I, I did write that. I yeah. did write that down. I've not seen Havertz enough mm-hmm. to give you the goal. I mean, he pops up now and then with some goals, but I don't think I'd bank on him. Um, like I say, this mm. could all change between now and the end of the August when Arsenal go out and yeah. sign you know, some random... Norwegian striker or something or whatever yeah. from somewhere and he, you know he pulls up you know 25 goals is, though, I think 
I think for Arsenal as well, like it would be a shame to swap Jesus yeah. for Havertz as well because I really do think Havertz yeah. can thrive in that Xhaka role, you know, coming in deep yeah. late for crosses and coming in. I agree, yeah. I, I don't think he's a focal point. And no. I feel like if he gets forced to play there, it's just going to be Chelsea all over yeah. again. I just don't think he's that player. Yeah, and I, I do think I think um, Xhaka will be a surprising miss for them as yeah. well. I really yeah. do. I think he, he's probably one of them players idea. that you don't you don't really want in your team, but the moment he's not, you go, oh mm-hmm. bloody hell! You know, he's he was a big miss for us there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's yeah. So yeah, I've gone for Arsenal fourth. Um, following up, I don't know. Are the European spots saying the same this year, or is it all changing with the Conference League? So fifth get Europa League, sixth get Conference <laughs> League. Yeah, uh, fifth and sixth, I believe, is the is Europa, League. Europa League, and then right. seventh, seventh. Jesus, yeah. what happens to the Carabao Cup then? FA Cup, do they Unless get... they win it again? Ah, yeah. right, okay, yeah. right. Christ, looks like bloody twelve can get Europe then. <laughs> that many spaces, right? So... It honestly needs rebranding. It really needs rebranding. Yeah. It's not a Champions League anymore. Yeah. It no, should just be called really the European Cup. It yeah. really should. should. They should bring a massive league that all the the main teams just play in every season, and like. Call it something like the Super League or something, you know. Just... Super League, yeah. <laughs> I'm amazing I've thought of it, isn't it? It's mad. Uh, uh, I'd be well um, it. Yeah. So, first Europa League spot then. If I'll, I'll go, I've picked Spurs. I've gone for Spurs. I think they'll have a decent season under Ange. Um, again, I think it'd just be a bit of a shock to the system from other teams playing against Tottenham. And I thought they looked decent in the first game of the season. I mean, it was 2-2. and But they, mm. they played some pretty attractive stuff you know they were like one touch tippy tappy around their own box in the final third and I think I actually think again probably, I'm not doing this for clicks but I actually think it might free them up not having Harry Kane I, it might just take some pressure off I, I I, I, there's this. some logic in my head there I can't quite yeah. get it out there but it, it might just yeah. actually I don't know just free him up a little bit take the you know take the spotlight away from is he staying is he going is he signing with what boot deal or whatever like just let the mm. players play. Not everybody has to go, where's Harry Kane? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or rely for yeah. Harry Kane to unlock something. It might just open some up. And I think, uh, yeah, I think Ange will do well because he was very good at Celtic where Postacoglu. So mm. I think he'll, he'll, he's already looked like he's got his points across pretty pretty quickly. So yeah, I've gone fifth for me, Spurs. What about you, Sam? Uh, I've gone Newcastle. Um, I, just, I just think great squad. Yeah. Like great squad. Signings are brilliant. Tenale is going to be one of the signings of the season like yeah. he's that first game it was it was yeah, a it was very good. game I, yeah. didn't, I didn't think he, I didn't think he scored goals he nearly, he nearly had two it's the power of curry club at Weatherspoon's that yeah, telling you now it really is <laughs> but um, no I've, I've said one of the key things for me with Newcastle is yeah. having an elite striker rotation whilst yeah. being in Europe being able to lean on you know to be fair, even like the front four, you've got Almer on, yeah. you've got Willock who can play out wide, you've got yeah. Harvey Barnes who's been brought in, you've got Isak up front, yeah, you've, you've got, got Wilson. Callum Wilson, yeah. like Jacob Murphy, like it's a good squad of players, and Eddie Howe's yeah. got them playing some fantastic football, yeah, and yes. I, I, I can only see them going up, and I can mm. only see them bringing in more players. The only issue that I had with Newcastle was the other links that they've been linked with. You know, they've signed Livermento. He yeah. tailed off Southampton. Is he worth thirty-five million pound? In my opinion, no. Yeah, you're bringing in Lewis Hall from Chelsea on loan with an obligation fee of thirty-five million pound. Big he number. Do Did he do enough? In my opinion, no. Yeah. Like so, I, it, I don't 
the signing of Isak and players like that, that's not more money than sense. But no. those two feel like yeah. you're just buying them for the sake yeah. of buying them and you don't really need them. Yeah. Yeah. Newcastle are doing the opposite of what people expected them to do, weren't it? I was expecting them to sort of like maybe throw in a bid for Neymar or, you know, like just go and throw some out there just to, but they haven't. They've been actually really sensible in recruitment, haven't they? They've been calm, they've been measured. Um, they've not really, they're obviously going to have to pay more than others because they've just got that now about them, that they've just got that, you know, that stamp on their head now that, Everybody knows how much is in the bank balance, so they're going yeah. to hold them to ransom for it. So, like that Lewis Holder, it's probably ten, maybe fifteen million too much. Yeah. But you, but yeah. you're going to have to just call yeah. that the you know the infinite bank balance tax, aren't you? With that, so yeah, yeah. that Newcastle's the reason. The, the reason for them doing because I've, I've got a few mates up here who are Newcastle fans. Mm. The, re, the reason for that that they because everyone thought they were just going to go out and spend, like you say, the reason they aren't is yeah. it's purely down to FFP because Ashley's basically yeah, yeah. run that club into the ground. They've, yeah. they've had no commercial income. Yeah. So FF, yeah. in terms of FFP, they've got nothing. Yeah, yeah this, so this summer take be, a few years. Yeah. To, you probably won't see them know. spend until next summer, really, will you? Once they've had next a year summer, of yeah. Champions yeah. League yeah. money, Champions League sponsorship, commercial, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Ne- next summer will probably be the summer that they go, right, here's your £100 million striker or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, what what number? What position? On fifth or sixth? Fifth, aren't we? Uh, fifth, yeah. Fifth, yeah. Fifth, yeah. yeah. What are you yeah. going for, Neil? Chelsea. Um, Chelsea. They've got a good manager. Like Poch is very good, but I feel that that's his level. Sort of fifth. Yeah. He's good. At, he's a good coach, and he's good at getting teams to about that level. Yeah. And it's going to be a case of he's got a lot of new players. He's been seriously, seriously backed. I don't know how many of them are his players that he wanted or whether yeah. it's just the owners still playing fantasy football. But <laughs> it's he's got a job of getting them to mould and it's going yeah. to be a lot to ask. But if anyone can do it, he can do it because he's a fantastic coach. Yeah. Um, but that's his ceiling for me. So I think right. they'll they'll be fifth, um, yeah. I think. Yeah. That's it. Your reasonings was the reasons why I put them second. You know what I mean? It's that... Yeah. There's no expectation on Poch's shoulders, I don't think. There's no expectation on the team. It's just they've just got to not have another season like they did. And I think it'll probably catch a few, especially not having European football. That's a ma- You saw what he did to Arsenal, you know, when did that re- mm-hmm. resurgence season. It, it mm-hmm. really, really helps a rebuild, you know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. yeah, fair one. I've gone for uh, Liverpool at sixth. Sorry. No, did we do... F- just unfifth just unfifth just sorry right move on to this. I'm losing track now <laughs> yeah so sixth place another European spot I've gone Liverpool so mm. for the exact reasons that Sam said earlier I think you know the I think the squad is nearly there but it's also maybe two or three injuries away from absolute disaster from being able to perform at the highest level yeah. they can you know can Van Dijk stay fit for a whole season he's not proved to me that he can over the past few seasons um you're going to lose one. If you lose a midfielder, that's it. You've lost pretty much one of your main midfielders. You know, you saw the little spat with Salah and Klopp after the first game of the season. You know, is he out? Is he unhappy? I don't know. Um, yeah. So I think Liverpool might just fall a little bit short this year for for sixth position. Um, what about you, Neil? Back to you for sixth. Uh, six, I went Newcastle. Um, I think they're going to yeah. struggle. They're going to find it a little bit harder this year purely because of Champions League because they just haven't got the squad for it yet and it's because of the reasons we've just said. I think yeah. um, being up here, um, like I've just said, um, that project's ahead of where it should, where they planned it to be. A bit like yeah. what we are, I think. We're, we're probably mm-hmm. a little bit ahead of where Pace thought we would be. Yeah. Same thing for them. Um, so I think they're just going to sort of level off a little bit this year but not completely. Um, yeah. 
Uh, and if they get a tough group as well, it'll, it'll properly yeah. take it out of them, I think. So um, if they, if they, yeah. it depends how they spend. If they don't spend it yeah. as it is now, I think that's probably where they are. But they yeah. might go out and buy another three or four. We just don't know. I know. But yeah, the squad's a, a bit more. thin for me. Need a couple more Chris Woods to sell for twenty five million, don't? They? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. yeah. I know. no, I think I think Newcastle. I say I've got them coming in in seventh, basically. I'll sneak mine in, but um, I think for that reason, I think it's just going to be a massive change between Champions League football mm. and Premier League, and I think the atmosphere at Saint James's Park will have a massive effect on yeah. the Champions yeah. League nights. They will feel very, very, very different to the Premier League games. The Premier League games will almost yeah. become the non-event now you know what I mean it'll all be about you know Benfica at home <laughs> you know I'm like yeah, them nights yeah. I think will be incredible yeah. so I, that'll probably suit them in the Champions League but I think it might actually just reel them in just a little bit in the mm-hmm. I mean we're saying all this after they've just pumped Villa 5-1 but Villa also played their whole front 11 in the, their, their opposition half so it was pretty yeah. easy to pick up yeah. but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah so, so sixth place Sam who are you going for Um so just a little disclaimer. I went back and forth for about yep. an hour and a half earlier between Chelsea and Brighton. Yeah. And I just can't shake the fact that I think Brighton are going to finish sick. Yeah. I think Brighton will finish ahead of Chelsea and I've put down that they're Regen FC. So out of nowhere, they just bring players out from just yeah. wherever. Like you don't even realise they've signed them and then this player comes up and scores 15 goals in Premier League. Yeah. Like, what is Joking going on? It. Um They've got a fantastic manager. Philosophy of football is it's probably one of the tactics in the Premier League that is so fine-tuned that there mm. can be anybody on their day yeah. without having personnel because he can just all he all he does is bring players in and say play like this and play like yeah. this and we'll win games. Um I also put uh, Evan Ferguson is an elite baller and he will absolutely score close to 20 goals this season because he's absolutely yeah. unreal. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 so I, I, when I was picking my... I sort of forgot about Brighton and then I put them where I put them. They're not that far away from where you put them. But I, again, it's more the reasons of it's a whole new world now playing. Mm. You know, we did, we only played like three games in a qualifier in Europa League, but it absolutely crippled our start of the season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... It, if a team's not prepared for it, it'll absolutely pummel you on it. And maybe Brighton yeah. might get succumbed to that. But they've got a decent squad, haven't they? Like, say I they, think that's, they just... that's the difference. So, like, obviously, yeah. we can only talk from our perspective. We've only yeah. lived that, like, yeah. kind of minorly once in our life. Yeah. And my my thing with that is we didn't go into it prepared with a squad. We didn't have a goalkeeper no. for the first no, we game. Yeah. Like, we had Jonathan Walls up front. We brought in Joe Hart, finally, <laughs> didn't we, to bring yeah. him in. And it's like... Our squad wasn't good enough. Like yeah. their squad, in my opinion, maybe if they get later into the, um, mm. if they get later into the tournament, then maybe yeah. the sixth and seventh swap over will change. And I yeah. think Chelsea might come above them, but um, I just think their squad is so good, and they do seem to have an infinite bucket of players. Like I just yeah. don't get where, like where did Inciso come from? Where did Samiento come from? Like all yeah. the like. Um, you know, Minamino, uh, not Minamino, but he, what's he? Mitoma. Mitoma, where, where, yeah. Where did Mitoma come from? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, these players are so random and they're now, like, yeah. Premier League ever-presence. Like, yeah. It's like so, they've been... I know exactly where they come from. 
Their scouting system clearly play FM. It's simple as that. Exactly. So we should work yeah. for Brighton. They've got, they've got hey, the maybe FM that's where we're only going to end up. Eh? That's, that's we, we just should. signed a strategic we partnership should. with football manager. Now that's us unlocking. Exactly. That's it. 12-year-old wonder like kids from Peru, aren't we? AI scouts out the window. It's FM. No, you know that feature where you can pick a player and then put find similar players. That's all Brighton do. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there all day like that <laughs> <laughs> I love it um, right seventh place we'll get this last European spot out of the way um, I, obviously I teased it last week I went for Newcastle for the reasons that I gave I think it'd be a bit of a wishy-washy season for me it might be like I say I think, I think they actually will be a surprise package in the Champions League I, really, I think they might actually go not obviously all the way but I think they might make a quarter you know some just because that stadium when that stadium is going that is one of the best stadiums in English football is St James's Park. Yeah, they, I fancy them to beat anybody at home. Really yeah, any say. any team that goes there, it is they are going to be in for it because that is one hell of a noise that place. You know, I've never, you know, I don't have any affection towards Newcastle or anything. I just we we've been there and it's I've watched Burnley there and it's been an absolute library, but it's because they had Mike Ashley in charge and it's been terrible, yeah. but. Under this new ownership, that place is bouncing at the minute. Yeah. So I, I think yeah, just on that alone, it will carry them over the line in the Champions League. But I think it might actually hinder in when it when it starts. They, they'll probably go and get enough points before it all kicks off properly to not have to worry about it. That will just tick over. But I think when the, actually the Champions League starts, I think it will have a bit of an effect on their um, their their position in the league. So Neil, who've you gone for seventh? Spurs. Um, similar to what you were thinking I think the yeah. Hurricane thing is going to be a massive weight off that club's yeah. shoulders it really is and I think it, some of the other players are going to flourish um, and we'll see how they spend the money because last time they sold their key man Gareth Bale they spent the money quite well yeah. and I think they'll do the same thing this time and they'll go and, and strengthen areas that they needed to and use it Yeah, because uh, Le- cause Levy's not he's, he's pretty shrewd with his money isn't he so he's yeah, not going to yeah. go out and waste it it's going to be very good to sign his and, and Pascal, he's got a decent little like like black book of like Asian, you know, like Asian players, you know, Chinese and yeah. that, that sort of content. He knows that he's, you know, he got a couple of players up at Celtic, didn't he? That are like little gems yeah. up there, and he might be able to pull his strings a little bit and make a few well, like sneaky signings and uh, unlock a bit of potential in players. But yeah, that's a fair shout, Sam. Seventh place. Uh, I went Chelsea. I think yeah. they'll. I think you'll see <clears throat> the the struggle without Nkunku. Uh, at the start of the season because I think he was going to come in and be a massive part like you know to be in the Bundesliga and get the numbers he did and not play for Bayern and Dortmund is ridiculous like so he's a very very good player Um, I've said I do like the look of of Nicholas Jackson I do think he looks like a good player he just doesn't look like someone who's going to score 20 goals like you know he had a couple of chances against Liverpool that a good striker puts away Um. I said, uh, I think that I can't, I can't see them beating big teams. But then when I've had a think about it, I, I see them doing... So, like, last season was so bad. Yeah. I see them doing what Liverpool did last season, where they beat and compete against teams that you, you think, oh, you have no right to play well in this yeah. game. And then they'll lose to Brentford. Yeah. Way at, like, at Stamford Bridge. And you'll be like, where, where's that come from? Or they'll lose to, like, <laughs> you know, they'll lose to Luton away and you'd be like what on earth yeah uh, and then i also said the confidence of the players i think they've just come off of a terrible season and yes you can bring as many new bodies in as you want but there yeah. is an ethos around the club and i just feel like that ethos doesn't scream confidence 
And then the final point is that Reese James injury is such a blow. Yeah, nah, it's so, that. Yeah, not good. You know, just one. been given captain's armband. Yeah. You know, luckily, and he played so well. He yeah. was so good in that game. It, luckily, it's not as bad as it was first feared, was it? It was looking yeah. like months, weren't it? But now it's looking yeah. more like, you know, for six to eight weeks. So it's not terrible. Yeah. But like I say, you need momentum at the start, don't you? You need to get a few mm-hmm. things over the line. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a fair one. Um, right. For the next bit, then, I think what we'll do, we'll bunch together <laughs> probably eighth and. Should we say 13th and just rattle yeah. through them? I think just we'll call it like the mid-table certs. I think teams that are just going to flirt mm. about in the middle of the table all year round. I'll rattle through mine. I went for Brighton 8th, Villa 9th, Burnley 10th, West Ham 11th, Crystal Palace 12th, and Everton 13th. That's what I went for. I think... Yeah, I just think I, I just think they've just got Sean Dash. He's worked he that Everton squad is a hell of a lot better than what he had at Burnley. And he, you know, he got us some decent results. And I think if they this is that thirteenth place for Everton is caveated massively by if they don't lose patience. If they're yeah. patient and give him time, let him yeah. do his thing, he'll get you the results you need. It won't be sexy, it won't be pretty. It'll be actually very much the opposite. It'll probably be awful. <laughs> but you'll yeah. get one nils, you'll get two ones, you'll get one ones, you'll get nil nils, you'll get your mm. points that you need. And I think you'll that's uh, that 13th place is caveated massively, but if they keep dash. Um mm. Palace 12th, because it's Palace. Uh West Ham eleventh, I think they'll have a decent season. I think again, I think that rice thing might help them as well. That's left now that it opens up the door for somebody else to come in. They can spend that money a little bit wisely. They've got Ward Prowse mm. in. Good signing yeah. for me. Burnley 10th, this is the Burnley podcast. I think Burnley are going to be fine this year, really do. I think we're going to surprise a hell of a lot of people. We're going to beat a lot of the teams down there because of how sexy the football is. Um, 10th for me, I'd be more than happy with 17th, but I'm, I'm aiming higher for 10th. Villa 9th, um, Brighton 8th. I think them two, obviously, they've got European football to contend with again. You know, it, Villa might have a few issues, so bedding in a few t- players and stuff like that. So, yeah, them too. So go on then, Sam. Yeah, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth position. Eighth um, to thirteenth, so, mid table certs. Yeah, yeah. So I went with um Brentford eighth. Uh I think they've got a, a brilliant style of football. Uh I think the group's um got a lot of depth and the manager's fantastic and they're a very together group. So I just yeah. I can just see them doing well. Um I did write down Tony's not there. I also wrote down Wisser is an absolute boy as well. Yeah. Like, he will still score goals. So yeah. um, then I went for Spurs, and this is a very, very, very simple one. I've just put Spurs will be Spurs just without Kane bailing them out. Yeah. And my thing with that is like Son had one of the worst seasons he's ever had in in English football uh, yeah. last season. I didn't want to. I didn't want to like you know say it when when you when, when you were going through yours, but like. When you said like I think that they played well the other day, like I thought they were quite lucky the other day. Like I, I think like <laughs> yeah. as I thought Madison was a key performer. I think Madison's mm. a huge part of that. Madison played yeah. really well. But I thought other than that, Basuma looked very lazy in midfield. Yeah. He plays the ball around and he kind of plays it into men. And I think their midfield's gonna be a huge, yeah, huge downfall for them this season. Um defensively as well, like Romero going off, I know it's not a long-term thing, but yeah. I mean, you know, 
to bring on Davis and Sanchez, like he is so bad. Yeah. So no, I, I just think they have they have too many holes to do well, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just think maybe maybe Ange can. I think it'll be one of them where it'll be a slow curve. You know, yeah. I think they'll just they'll progressively get better throughout the season yeah. and get to where they should be. But yeah, no, I get all that. If you they have, look they at have it. to invest that game well. Yeah, they do. Well. Yeah, they have they to. Have yeah, to. They, they need another centre. They need a centre midfielder massively. Like yeah. a, an and absolute. You can't rely on Richarlison. Either. No, you I'm can't. sorry, but he's just not. Yeah. he's not the guy to lead your no. line at all. No. Um, then I went for Villa. Uh, brilliant signings. Diaby and Torres are. Does he does he not think Villa will finish tenth? I said I think Diaby and, and Torres are very good signings. I think yeah. um, Diego Carlos coming back is another shout that no one's talking about. Like he came in and everyone was like he's going to be unreal, and then he yeah. like tore his ACL and was out for ten months. Like he's an, he's like a new signing. Yeah. Um, but I did put Europe for me. This is a team that's newly in Europe that it will affect. They'll yeah. lose players in key positions and they won't. They're the team, in my opinion, that will get the most injuries. Uh, yep. I think, especially across that defensive line, you've seen them all out for a month, two months at a time. That'll have a big effect and playing more games only means yeah. more injuries, in my opinion. Um, so that's 10th. Bournemouth, yep. I've gone 11th. I think they. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Away days are fantastic, especially when you win the league at Ewood Park. But there's still nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It will surprise a few people. I think their transfer business is very clever. Um, bar Alex Scott. I think yeah. his price tag is absolutely ridiculous. Um but all the players that they've brought in, like Triore was good last season. I think yeah. he'll just come in and be exactly the same. I think um, Clivert's a bit of an unknown, but he's still good. Getting rid of Lerm is not too bad because um, their midfield's not that bad. They've brought in another left-back to replace uh, Zamora, who's gone to yeah. Amazi. So I think everywhere they've they've done quite well. And yeah, yeah. This coach as well, it, it was, a, uh, was he at Rayo Vallecano before? yeah. Like Bell, he's yeah. like some brain box with tactics, mate. Like he's so yeah. clever, and he could get them playing some good football. So yeah, yeah, they're my eleventh. Um, I've gone for Fulham in twelfth. I think they're going to drop off dramatically. I think mm. the team looks weaker somehow, and they've yeah. not really got rid of anybody other than Mitrovic. And I think bringing in Jimenez, who's already not confident, and um, uh, Carlos Vinicius didn't really scream goals last season anyway. Yeah. You've replaced William, who was very creative with Adama Traore, who is the least productive winger I have ever yeah. seen. Like, he's fast, he's rapid, and he's so creative at beating a man. Yeah. His end product is terrible. And I don't yeah. think that that's a good replay. I know William's not actually gone yet. I know it was just linked. But if you brought in Traore, he's probably going to start. And I just don't, I don't see much coming from him. 
Yeah, so my mid-table certs were Brighton, Villa, I've got us comfortably in 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, like you've said, I think um, we'll take a lot of people by surprise. I think we're, we're all a bit buoyed by the performance against City, aren't we? We, we yeah. saw what we're going to be like. Um, I don't think we're done in the transfer window um, just yet, so hopefully there's yeah. some more to come in. Hopefully there's one who we all want to come in. <laughs> um, but we don't know, do we? Um, and I think we'll be all right. However, we were chatting, weren't we, in the chat about it depends who we keep hold of as well, because mm-hmm. I think that'll 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 have a massive yeah. impact on our our season. If we get rid of too many of our experienced players because of the model, that could that could have a negative impact. But yeah, yeah. I don't mind touching all. on on Burnley for a little bit longer in this chat. Cause obviously, we are turf gas the Burnley pod, yeah. but I think I, I do. I worry about the Brownhill links. I think yeah. he's now also been linked to Wolves as well. I believe as of today, which is Friday eighteen. I think he's. He's been linked lower. He's been linked less yeah. than Southampton leads. Like yeah, yeah, and and it concerns me that like the reaction that that came back on social media. Like if he he will see that, he will read yeah. it, he will know it, and it worries me that he actually goes, "I've give you some good years of my career yeah. here," and he has done. He's not done anything wrong in my eyes. No. You know what I mean? Oh, he's yeah. he sport well. No. He's played well. He gets it, and to see the reaction like that, it was pretty pretty crap to be honest with you. And if we lost Brownell, yeah. I would start to probably be a bit more concerned about that midfield. And mm-hmm. I think he's one of them players, like I said before, I think he we miss him when he's not there. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't say he was crucial to it, but he's a player that we need for depth throughout the season. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, it's that experience around the place that, that we need. I mean, yeah. this, this model we've got is all it's, it's great, but you can't annually change your entire squad. You need to keep yeah. some some stability there. And we've got that currently with Cork, Brownhill, J-Rod. Yeah. You know, we've lost Barnsley, who in my opinion would have been great to have around the place this yeah. season. Agreed. Um, so it's important that we keep all of these players. And yes, he's not going to play every week. And I know, mm. I, get, I, get that, I get that some fans were saying he wasn't that good in the Premier League, but he was also not playing in his greatest position no, either. under Dyson. completely stifled, weren't he? Completely, completely, yeah. Um, and in, in this system, with the freedom that company allows yeah. him to play, I think he could do stuff. But hopefully we keep hold of him. But um, yeah. he's certainly not sort of been made to feel wanted at all. Yeah. I don't think, personally. No. 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 What's your I, thoughts on I, I said, Go on. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. No, I was just uh, going to say. I, I think the, I think the, I think the exact same thing as you guys. Like, I, mm. I, I, I put my tweet out the other day. I wanted to, I wanted to say my piece. I've been talking in our chat for yeah. the last three days because I kind of want to get everybody's opinion on it because it's, it's one of the situations that, like, to do with players where I actually really, genuinely felt really disappointed with our fan base from the perspective yeah. of, like, you very easily can turn into a different type of fan very quickly overnight. We, yeah. We've come from having transfer windows of not seeing anything. Last season was an unknown. So when we were bringing all these players in, we were all just sitting back and laughing. Yeah. This situation now, it, turning around to, to me or anybody else who has this, this type of opinion and saying, yeah, but we could get £20 million for him. I'd rather keep Josh Brown up. It don't, you yeah. know, you can tell me how yeah. much money we get for him. I'd rather yeah. keep the player. Yeah. And you can turn around and say, yeah. oh, but uh, football's a business. You can't be too... You can't. Having somebody like Brownhill who goes yeah. into Burnley Town Centre and buys his pastries from Burnley Town <laughs> yeah. Centre exactly. understands that giving back to the community and, yeah. and being a part of Burnley Football Club isn't about just what you do on the pitch. It's about the bigger picture as well. I think yeah. Josh Brown has displayed himself not just on the pitch, but off the pitch perfectly. Yeah. And I think fans are way too quick now to look at this situation and go, well, we've got Aaron Ramsey, he can come in. 
You don't know yeah. Aaron Ramsey's going to be any good. Yeah. He can turn around yeah. and spend 30 million quid on a player. He could be rubbish. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So we know that what we get with Brownhill, yeah. and the thing that Neil said about the position thing, any Burnley fan tells me that Josh Cullen can do a job at right midfield, you haven't got a clue. That's what <laughs> yeah. Brownhill did last season. He, he hasn't yeah, had yeah. a season playing his proper position. So don't write him off before you actually know no. how he's yeah. going to play. Yeah. He's also, he was also captain for large parts of yeah. last season. Yeah. So company obviously sees something in him that we need to keep yeah. that around. And he's probably in every training video yeah. as well. And he's always laughing and he's yeah. always the loudest voice. Yeah. And I just think that, do you really want to just get rid of that just for the sake yeah. of, we can say, we brought 10 in instead of nine. <laughs> like, just yeah. keep brown I don't get it. Yeah. 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 Right. So, yeah. Oh, back to the Premier League predictions. I think yes. ultimately we keep the current players, you know, keep the the current experienced players mm-hmm. will be yeah. all right. If we start to drift away from that, we might struggle with the inexperience. But mm-hmm. I think um, where did have you where did you place Burnley, Sam? Fourteenth, uh, fourteenth, right? Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, so we're all we're all pretty confident we're going to have a comfortable mid team mid table season, aren't we? And mm-hmm get the job done so that's a positive i think most burnley fans will enjoy listening to that so now we will dig into the relegation scrap we're just going to look at that mishmash probably 15 downwards Mm. who we're going for i'm going to get it out of the way we don't need to dwell on it too much but i think sheffield united at bottom i really do i think I, i just there's too much going on at the club i think there's not enough spending they've only spent what they've brought in and i don't think they can spend they can't sell any more to bring more in, to be honest, I don't think the values there in the players to get what they need in. So I think they're going to be in for a tough old season. I think Sheffield United. Um, I'll just rattle through my my bottom three, and then you guys can do yours. So nineteenth, I've gone for Wolves. I do think Gary O'Neill coming into positive. I think he really is a positive, but I think there's a too much going on off the pitch. I don't think they'll be able to strengthen in January um, when they need to because usually them teams sort of need to. Mm-hmm. buy someone in January just to tick them over just to get them out I don't think they're mm-hmm. going to be able to and I think they're going to be probably cut adrift not cut adrift but they're going to be down there by January and panicking and uh, it's never a good place to to be really at middle of the season it's down there in the bottom because you do start looking over your shoulder don't we and they might get an itchy trigger finger at Wolves with Gary O'Neill if he's not got got that style of play over mm-hmm. the land I know they played against played well against United but United I don't think we're at full capacity yet so it's one of them it's it, Again, these prediction might change as we'll go through the next couple of weeks. But from my looking at it now, I think Wolves are going to have a tough season. And I've gone for 18th Luton. I think they will go down, but I don't think it'll be as convincing as what people are saying. I think Kenilworth Road will be an absolute goldmine for them to get in points because I don't want to freaking go there as an away fan, let alone as a player. You know what I mean? And, you know, you've got Man City, they're going to be turned up to Kenilworth Road. Like, you know, that's going to be a massive culture shock. That still feels like. A Premier League versus a League Two FA Cup tie, you know what I mean? It, so yeah. <laughs> they're my three: Luton, Wolves, Sheffield United. Uh, Sam, who's your three? Uh, yeah, I've gone for I've gone for Sheffield United. I've said they've got no out and out goal scorer. Um, yeah. They've got rid of the best player, in my opinion, in and die, yeah. and then they got rid of the second best player in Sander Burge. Um, mm. They then replaced him with Hamer, who. I do think is a good signing, but yeah. in my opinion, that's what we would just do with Brownhill. Like if we yeah. got rid of Brownhill, we'd just yeah. replace Brownhill. So yeah. having Sander Burge and Hamer looks really, really good. Yeah, having yeah. one and not the other, it's yeah. not as strong. It's just, so yeah. Um, yeah. 
and I think like you guys say like the the money in my opinion doesn't seem like it's there so no. for me where do you now strengthen you, you kind of have the same back five as they've kind yeah. of seemed to have for the last five years and it's like that will eventually catch up to you yeah um I went for Luton in 19th I think there was this weird resurgence at the start of the season where everybody was like well, we've seen, you know, first season syndrome with every club that's ever come up and everybody was mm. like looking at like Sheffield United and like Bournemouth last year and everyone wrote them off and then people were going, oh, but we can't do that with Luton this year. They'll be brilliant. Yeah. No. Their signings are good, but yeah. are their signings good for a top-level championship team? Yeah. Like some of them, like Ross Barkley's a bit past it. Tahith Chong... It was a, a Birmingham team that finished like 17th last season. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jacob Brown played for Stoke last season. Uh, there is potential there with him because he is relatively young, but yeah. these signings don't, to me, scream keepers in the Premier League. And what they already had there yeah. wasn't enough. I think the only good signing that they've really made is that Cabore from, um, yeah. from was it Lorient or Troy or something yeah, like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. I, th- um, I think them I signing think he to was from City actually won it, but he's um, he was on loan. At one yeah, of sorry, he played on there last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah um, like I said, I think their signings are more for having another crack at it to come back next year. Like yeah. they, they're, they're invest. It looks like they're investing this money wisely to yeah. take back with them, mm-hmm. reconsolidate, and have because they're going to have a new stadium being built, aren't they? So I th- yeah, it's yeah. going to be a good chance to sort of get maybe do you know cheat the system a little bit and have the sort of up down yeah, up down sort of thing and. Um, which you can't blame them, you know. It's no, a, it's an absolute really. massive opportunity for a little club like Luton. It is like, yeah, ma- it's, it, you know, they've come from non-league to Premier League. They, I think, they get to do whatever they need to to keep that yeah, going. Absolutely. And um, but yeah, like I say, I think they'll be down there. So it's a, it's a positive thing as well when clubs do things like that because if you can yeah. get into the Premier League and you can get a taste of of the money that the Premier League has yeah. to offer for a couple of seasons, like it's why every season that comes along, people still say West Brom will still probably do well in the Championship because they've had Premier League money sooner than some of the other teams. So it's only yeah. a beneficial thing for the game that when teams go down, they have the foundations there to keep coming back up because it keeps yeah. the leagues competitive. So that is a good thing. Um, yeah. And then 18th, I've gone Everton. Um, right. I think it's the same team as last year. There's yeah. no difference other than Ashley Young is now at left back. Like, yeah. it is not a good team. You've got Neil Morphe, <laughs> who is rubbish. Mm. And he's not going to score your goals. Calvert-Lewin's got legs made of glass, so he's <laughs> barely going to play the season. Um, and the fans will turn on dice so quickly. Um, the fans will not like the style of football. They will not like the fact that the owners are too busy building a stadium, too big yeah. for a club the size of Everton. They, they, they seem like a club that's in total disarray and have yeah. different visions from different areas of the board and management and players and fans. And I just think that this is the season now where they finally get the reality shock, which is yeah, we're not actually untouchable. We probably can go down now. So that's yeah. just, yeah, I, I think they haven't got enough. Yeah. I think that was my, like I said, I caveated it with Dash Dane. I think he's the difference in any of that same team as last year. He's the difference mm-hmm. maker, I think, if they give him the time. They're, you know, they can be an amazing asset, them fans at Everton, but they can also be their absolute downfall as well. And yeah. it'll only take a couple of nil nils and a couple of beatings, and it, it'll soon turn on that atmosphere. And mm-hmm. they are known to make pretty silly decisions with managers, so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm going off the premise that they're going to keep Dash, if they keep Dash, we'll laugh, they're laughing, I think. But if not, they are going to, they're going to be circling that hole again, and I think it'll just pull them in. So 
Go on then, Neil, give us your three for going down. Yeah, so so I went Luton bottom and then Sheffield United just purely because of last season, Sheffield United were better than yeah. Luton. So that's literally all I've, all I've based it off. <laughs> um, but I agree with you guys that Luton will be a shock to a lot of yeah. a lot of teams. Uh, I'm just looking forward to watching Haaland strut around in someone's back garden, yeah. essentially. It's going to be, going to be class. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I did think Wolves, same as you. I thought Wolves and then I saw them against United, but I do think that wasn't the true United. Um, no. So I, I, I'm a bit unsure about yeah. what's, but I've got I've got Everton as the others to go down right. purely because, and it's going to be a little spoiler for our next bit. I don't think Dash will see the season out, and when yeah. he goes, that's when they drop. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's yeah. for me it's Luton, Sheffield United, and Everton. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, right. Well, that wraps up the league positions then. So I think on the most part we're pretty in agreement, aren't we? Really, apart yeah. from my honking predictions of Chelsea second and, and whatnot. <laughs> not even that bad, I just laugh. I know, I know. There's, there's logic behind them. It's just, yeah, absolutely. it sounds ridiculous. I, I was nervous to say it because I thought it's just going to get clipped up somewhere and I'm going to end you, up, yeah, well, end up watch, on Land Bible or summer at some point. But, it may. Yeah. He's going to be sending his clips of these. Yeah, lads, see? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll we'll move on then. We'll, we'll start wrapping up because I said we're just ticking over the hour mark, but we'll rattle through a start of these then. Player of the season... What have you gone for, Sam? Um, I mean, I left it blank, so I was trying to think of like a you know a hipster answer other yeah, than Harland, yeah. but it, it, it just, he's going to be Harland. He's just going to get numbers that are just ridiculous, yeah. and it's just not even like. And however well somebody plays, if he gets yeah. thirty-five goals in Premier League again, like you know, it's just Harland and it. Like, yeah, so. yeah, easy one for you that one, Neil. Mm-hmm. Player of the season. I've I've tried to not pick Haaland for anything because it's obvious in it, but if it's <laughs> yeah. not Haaland for whatever reason, say he's out for the season, or whatever, I've gone for Saka. Yeah, uh, yeah he because, was my second because, Yeah, because he's phenomenal. He's a great yeah. player. Yeah, he's a phenomenal player, and I think I think um, he'll do very very well. Yeah, I, I, th- I, I, I picked Jack Grealish. I think he's going to have a phenomenal season. Like he already had an amazing season last year, but I think. It'll, he sorted out bits of his game that he needed to for City and I think now it'll just be about unlocking the Jack Grealish that we know he's got. Mm-hmm. It was sign for City, learn his way, have a naff season at the start, then have a good second season and then I think now it'll just sort of click and he'll get them goals, he'll get them assists and I think Jack Grealish is going to be um, I think he's going to be my. So he, I want to say he's going to have his breakthrough season, but he's been playing for like ten years. That's a bit silly, but you know, what I, mean? I think he's going to have a really massive season for City. Do you know what it is gonna, with Grealish, yeah. Neff, and I think you're onto something there. Is the price tag won't get mentioned anymore because no. he's been superseded? Well, yeah, yeah. 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 Like Casado so, more than him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's gone so, now. So that price tag, yeah, yeah, it's gone. And, and, and yeah, well, his second season, it it proved how good of a player he was. Even though he didn't get the numbers, like goals and assists, but he was crucial for City. You know, like City didn't perform unless Grealish was being yeah. sliced down every thirty seconds and unlocking I I, gaps. I, I and... don't hate the shout at all. No, it's a really good shout. I think. Yeah, I, think I just wanted to pick someone other than Haaland. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, such it, an it, easy it, answer, isn't it? I think yeah. I think the, the two good things with that answer as well is the positive side of it is Mahrez is gone, so there's less wingers yeah. in competition. The only downside yeah. with City is Cole Palmer's there and he's playing yeah. well and they are so interchangeable with yeah. where they play anybody. So that, that yeah. that's, that's yeah, that's the problem with picking a city player in it. So um yeah, as Neil mentioned, then next one, first manager sacked. We'll start with you, Neil, then since you previewed it. Yeah, it de- it depends. It it depends. Um yeah. I, I've got three done. I've got O'Neill, Emery and Dash. Yeah. I think Emery's going to be Emery. because I think Villa. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. Wow. he's going to deliver what they want. I really, yeah. I really don't. Um, 
So he might, but I, I think it's going to be Dash because I think the fans will turn on him. And yeah. the club's in an impossible position then. Like Sam said, they've got the same team. We're already hearing the stuff we heard in his last season with us. The market's yeah. a tough market. It's the same one everyone's competing in, but we're managing. So yeah. it's, it's, I think the fans will turn on him probably before Christmas and he'll yeah. go. And that's why I think Everton will go down. No, you, you can see that, can't you? Like, yeah. <laughs> He isn't everyone's cup of tea. Like I always say, I've always said it that Dash and Burnley just worked in it. it it'll, and I yeah. think Dash will struggle to find another club that it works for him like that. I think he might be bouncing around a few teams for the next couple of years, and I don't think he'll find another Burnley like that. But yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's that's a good shout. That one. I went for Marco Silver at Fulham. I think. Ooh, you know yeah. What? He. Mm. I, put, I put Dash next to mine. Yeah. And put his name and then crossed it out. Yeah, I just think he's probably had his head turned with that stupid offer from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, the club yeah. are sort of like they're putting up a fight with it. I think it might just be he might actually for it might not even be the club sack him. It might just be that he forces a move yeah. out, and you know, like I, like I say, I think there's going to be a drop off in performance for Fulham, um, and I could see, yeah, I could see him being the first casual of the year. I think, um, yeah. But again, probably going to be wrong with all my shells tonight. But uh, yeah, I just, I just have a funny feeling. I think he'll be uh, yeah one to go first, Marco Silva. What about you, Sam? I, I went Dash as well. Um, yeah, I, I did put Marco Silva there as well. I thought I thought the exact same thing as you. I thought the money yeah. like could have changed the whole mentality yeah. that he had, and everybody seems to be wanting to go to Saudi yeah. from Fulham. Like, yeah. and then obviously Polini's still linked with. Yeah, um, with Liverpool, so I feel like they're yeah. on a well, bit of an implode. You've got the Mitrovic thing as well, aren't you? That he's had his head yeah. turned with Saudi. Yeah, is yeah. he going to give you? Because that was their source of goals on it last year. And if that and drives, where, up, where are they picking them? Where they're coming now? from? You've got Traore yeah. that's going to run with the ball, but he ain't going to yeah. do anything with it. So Not, um, <laughs> yeah, um, it'd be an interesting but, one for, for them. For me, for me, it is Daesh. Yeah, like Daesh, um, Daesh with those Everton fans. Mm. Um, it's not a match made in heaven. Like no. they already got on the back of Frank Lampard, and Frank yeah. Lampard pulled off a miracle when they should have gone down, and us and Lee yeah. should have stayed up. Like, yeah, this is now not that situation. Yeah. Like you guys say, he's saying the exact same things as he said with us that absolutely yeah. did our heads in. Like, <laughs> I couldn't yeah. stand this whole we're in a different market to everybody else. We're only in this market because you're. <laughs> talking it so and our style yeah. of play doesn't fit other people's style of play and you're yeah. probably not offering people a really fun job you're probably no. saying to people come here do your job do as yeah. you're told run up and but down with on. And we might win one nil like yeah have an omelet here's an omelet yeah that's not a package that would be like no yeah. it's not attractive is it fantastic like you know yeah. like for example the players that we used to sign like you used to Give him a contract, and in it would used to be like a Mecca Bingo card, and it'd be like you know <laughs> over thirties. You'd be like, "Come on, come on, Burnley!" Like now, you know, now we're bloody, you know, we're going all over the place. But yeah, um, yeah, for me, for me, it's Daesh. I just can't, I yeah. can't see that being a match made in heaven. Yeah, I know they even turned on Carlo Ancelotti, like. You know, like they don't That's give managers. One of the greatest. Like, one of the greatest. <laughs> I, I, I understand that Ancelotti probably shouldn't have been there and he probably was just doing it for the coin. Like he just got offered a ridiculous idea and he had no to do. He thought, well, I've got two seasons to kill before Real Madrid job mm. comes back up again. So why not? But yeah. they even turned on him. Like if you can't even give arguably one of the most underrated managers in mm. recent history, I think he is. He doesn't get looked at at all enough yeah. though, like the others do. 
they they've got no up with dash the Everton fans. They have no patience. It, we were lucky because we had nothing. We went from Brian Laws to bloody mm. Eddie Al for six days because he shit his pants about coming up north, you know, to like no and like <laughs> and then we had we just had we just happy with Dash and it worked out, didn't it? You know, but we gave him time, patience, the board was right, it was you know, it was like Dash, it didn't want to spend money. You know, Dash wasn't bothered about spending money, he just wanted work ethic. But yeah, I think now you said Dash, I think I'm, you know, I think I probably am in agreement um, that Dash probably will be the first manager to go. But I just sort of said Silver to be a little bit different, to be honest with you. Um, top goal scorer who isn't Erling Haaland. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, um, I went for Alexander Isak. Uh, yeah, I just think he's unbelievable. Like yeah. my second, my second shout just behind it was Evan Ferguson. Because um, yeah. as you can tell from the start of the pod, uh, I absolutely love the block. Um, but I just think Isak has and uh, just oozes class. Like that goal he scored yeah. against Villa, like that was that he had no right to chip Pau Torres like that. No, like, Pau Torres has a wife and kids. Like you don't have to <laughs> like no. it literally. He even jumped a little bit and it was still just that far away from his head. Um, yeah. But I, I just think they're going to create chances in games. They're going to be. Yeah. T- even if they do finish seventh, like you guys have them as yeah, all yeah. thirteen teams below them, I think they'll beat them twice. Of course they will. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, uh, so Neil. I think I think exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Isak, I went for uh, I went for no, I didn't go for Isak. I went for Salah if he stays, Salah. or yeah. interestingly, Callum Wilson if he stays fit because oh, okay. he bangs every he bangs every game. Yeah, he's style of football new. Yeah. And the style of football Newcastle play, he'll always get the second or the third goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Isak will score the first and Wilson will also get on the score sheet. Until, yeah. until I put a bet on for him to have a shot on target, then he does nothing. <laughs> yeah, then he does nothing. But he always seems to score and I think I yeah. think he's going to do that. So, I think, yeah. But it's going to be Ireland, isn't it? He's going to get like 60 odds. Yeah. <laughs> I went for Lyle Foster. I didn't really go for Lyle Foster. <laughs> no, I've gone for Darwin Nunes at Liverpool. I think I think a lot of that focus will come through him. I think he'll like I've, I've predict where I've predicted. Him, I think they're going to be frustrated for most part of the season in performances. I think, and I think he will just have lots more shot, lots of more shots. He'll get on the end of crosses. He'll just be a bit more involved than he were last year. And I think now that you know they've had a bit of an alteration, he's become their sort of main man. And he now Fabinho, Fabinho, Firmino, all of them have gone. Um, I think he'll yeah. probably get a lot more goals than I think last season. And uh, yeah, he's, he's my pick. Nunes, I think he'll be one to watch. Um, I'm, I'm going to put him in the fantasy team. Not yet. I'm going to let him couple more weeks and then I'm going to slide him in somewhere so oh I did yeah. put him in from start and did he came off, I mentioned did nothing so yeah uh, <laughs> oh I'm just Haaland captained every, every time just, that's, oh, I just also have that, I'm yeah. not even thinking about <laughs> anything else no. um surprise package of the season then who's going to give the league the biggest surprise then that could be going down could be winning the league could be nicking a Europe it's a completely open this one I like this question surprise package um, who's going first who's going first go on Neil you go first we'll save Sam I feel like I've, Sam's got a good I've one for, for this one I've gone for us it's, it's yeah. the obvious one isn't it because yeah. no one's going to expect the Burnley that the, the Burnley that they play is not the Burnley they expect to play yeah. mm. um, and I think a lot of the top teams who because let's face it the fans of the top seven haven't paid attention to the championship whatsoever no. because they're only interested in the top seven yeah. they're still going to think it's the Burnley that went down that's, and, it's, and it's not and we're going to take a lot of them by surprise yeah. so I think we'll be the surprise package yeah, I like it. I'm going to just get straight in there. I'm exactly the same. I put us a surprise package um, just because I think we'll shock a hell of a lot of people. Um, 
And I thought I, I still think we played really well on Friday. I don't care about the three 0 yeah. No, I, I think we, did. we played we really, did. really, really well. And not only, like I said on the last pod, we did, but like the pressing we did, the pressing we didn't do. You know, mm. the passing, the, the speed of attacks that we do, did try to get going. I think we're going to blow a lot of teams away and surprise a lot mm. of people. And I think at the end of the season, a lot of people will take their hat off to Vincent Company if he's still at Burnley by the end of the season. That's, yeah, yeah. again, another caveat to that, that you mm-hmm. know anything could happen in this Premier League season. And yeah. my only saving grace is I think Pep won't get sacked. So that's the only <laughs> that's the only, the only job I see Company go waiting for is City, to be honest with you. So mm-hmm. if Pep gets sacked tomorrow, I'm shitting my kicks, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pep, Pep could get bored, though. He, gets he could, bored he could he get won, bored. Yeah, just fancies like, yeah. taking over at Barnet or something like that. Just get bored. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. To be fair, to be fair, he does he does sorry, he does seem settled at City, doesn't he? He seems Very more settled. settled. Yeah. Been, he? It's as long yeah. as he's stayed, isn't he? Really? He's yeah, you know, yeah. he's keep signing he's keep signing them two plus ones, two plus ones, and yeah. And I think he might just even stay on until it to me it looks like that he's just gonna stay on until company's ready. That's to me mm. what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. moment company gives Pep the nod, I think Pep will go, right, this is the end of my time. You know, you'll probably announce it in ja- in a January at some point and go, this is me till the end of the season and that's it. So anyway. Oh, Sam, surprise package. Um I went I went Bournemouth. Um yeah. I think everybody's got them in this kind of weird zone of like, yeah. oh well, they they did it and nobody expected it last season. Like Now's the season that they'll struggle. I don't think they will. I think they'll no. get better. They've replaced um, an half decent left back with an half decent left back. Yeah. They've brought in Traore, who did very well from last season, and he fitted in like in that kind of cam role. So he's quite a creative player. Yeah. Um, like I say, Alex Scott's a good player to bring in. Like it's not. Yeah, it I, I don't even think it's. A, I don't think it's a bad sign. I just think the fee is. I think that's one of the most ridiculous fees I've seen in the transfer yeah. window so far. And we've had 150 million mm-hmm. quid transfer, and I still yeah. think 25 mil for him is madness. But he's a good yeah. player. Um, David Brooks being back to full fitness as well. Unbelievable story in football. Yeah. Um, and I think he will kick on again this year. Yeah. Um, but I just like I say, I just think this manager. I just think he's got. He's just got a brain built for tactics and yeah. where people should play and be. and But it's like attractive, like Deserby's football as well. So I just yeah. think I, that's my only reason. I just think they're going to be class. Yeah. No, I, I I can completely agree with that. They were like a close second pick to Burnley. I think like, I don't have them, I don't have them finishing high because I think they might get picked off with this first sort of season playing that, you know, they're going to play quite an intense style of play mm. from what I can gather. And I think they might get caught out, but I still think they'll be very comfortable in staying up. Um, mm. And I think they will against them. But yeah, they they were a close second for me. But I'm just I'm back in Burnley because I think it is like night and day at that club at the minute. It really is from last time we were in the Premier League do, on the pitch, agree. off the yeah. pitch. It's night and day. But yeah, Bournemouth's an absolutely fair shout, and I'm sure mm. Bournemouth fans will be buzzing with that. So uh, last one, uh, oh not last one. There's a couple more actually. Um, underperformers of the season, uh, Sam. Wow. Uh, so um, I went for Villa. Uh, yeah. And I went for Villa based on the expectations of the squad on paper by the mm-hmm. media and by their own fans. Um, yeah. Bringing Diaby, um, you know, turns down Saudi money to come to Europe. That hasn't really been a thing yeah. um, that's happened this transfer window so far. It's mostly mm-hmm. been, here's an offer from Europe. Uh, there's £700 million more over <laughs> yeah. in Saudi. I'll go there. Um, yeah, and he's yeah. a good player. He's come with calibre. Pau Torres is um, a Champions League centre-half. He's a very yeah. good player. He's a Spanish international, good player. I think Diego Carlos, like I say, coming back 
um, into the team. On paper, this team is like, Emery's done brilliant and they've got European football. They're going to be brilliant. Yeah. Is ninth just really underwhelming for them? Like where <laughs> yeah. I've got them. I think ninth for them is a step yeah. down. And I think they get knocked out, not in the group stage, but in the round of 16. Yeah. I think they'll get like a Lazio and lose. Yeah. It, you, I see. I think they'd take ninth, wouldn't they, if they got to a semi-final. You know, yeah. cup like and they have got the Emery factor, and he just seems mm-hmm. to know that competition inside out. Well, he knows European competition inside out, doesn't he? So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's probably about a fair show. I think, especially after the first showing of the season, that's a pretty mm-hmm. bad statement to start with, isn't it? You know, five one against the yeah. team that you should be sort of pushing. But to... I think that that's kind of where I'm. That's where I'm feeling yeah. off it a little bit. It's yeah, like them Brighton and Newcastle all overachieved last season and got yeah. to a level where they should where they shouldn't probably be like yeah. maybe um but they are there on merit from last season yeah. and to come into the next season and yes one team's in the champions league but yeah in fairness signings wise i don't think they're a million miles apart like yes no. tonali is probably the best one but i think the yeah. is very close behind and then pal torres and, and adding these players i think yeah yeah a lot closer and i just think it's a bit to lose 5-1 opening day i just it's a bit yeah up. You could take all your wind out of the sails, can't it? All fans are excited, mm-hmm. and then bang, you get stuck five one like yeah. that. Um, Neil, uh, underperformer of the yeah, season. Yeah, man was Villa for same reasons, okay. and that's why I had Emery down as one of the potentials right. to be sacked because I just think he's got a lot to live up to. And I think, again, it's similar situation to that. I think they'll turn when it's not going how they think it should. Based yeah, off last season. Fair enough. Fair enough. Can't really argue with that. I've gone for Wolves. Mm. I think that club's yeah. built to actually be a really successful club. It's got the fan base. It could have, it should have the investment. It's got a decent squad. Well, it, it, it's slowly being picked apart. Like they lost Nathan Collins. I think he'll will surprise fans about how much, you know, losing him to Brentford as well. Like you know, it's a it's a team that is sort of should be around. Should you know, you should be competing with not dishing out your main one of your main centre halves too. Um, but yeah, I think they will be quite poor this season. To be honest with you, I think the Gary O'Neill fact I don't think will be as successful as it was at Bournemouth. I think Gary probably had a point to prove at Bournemouth. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Full-time job first, proper job without being an interim. And then, you know, I, I don't know. There's just something about it, something a bit unsettling. If I was a Wolves fan, I wouldn't be that sort of excited about this season. Yeah. I'd just be more concerned about just 17th and we'll go from there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, sign, this one's a tough one to do at the minute. Signing, mm-hmm. we'll do sign, we'll do signing and worst signing, but mixed together. So give us your signing and your worst one. But signing the season and worst signing the season so far. Caveat it with so far because there's yeah. a few weeks left. So yeah. Neil, go on. Yeah, so signing the season so far is Tonali for Newcastle. Honestly, yeah. phenomenal player. Um, <laughs> we're all going to say that, one, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we are. Aren't we? He's a phenomenal player. I was really surprised they signed him, and it's not yeah. just respect to Newcastle. But I was really surprised that he went there. Um, yeah. But based on last week. Uh, phenomenal yeah. yeah so I think he really is going to be Brighton. signed of the season unbelievable performance yeah. wasn't it his first game he'd only been there a few days like, so good unreal wasn't it yeah. Um, yeah. and so far worth signing and it's not because I think he's a poor player it's it's Havertz it's because mm. Sam touched on it I don't think he's going to be what Chelsea think he's going to be no Mm-hmm. Uh, or what they, what they want from him. I don't think he can do that. And for that reason, I think he's he's going to be a poor signing just because he's not going to be that player. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll score next because they were exactly yeah. my two choices. And they were, it's an only with the best one. Because when that came out, I know I thought there's no chance he's leaving AC Milan. Like, it's his boiled club. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. he's a good player. They can start building a team around him there. 
and they banged it and I was like that is impressive like that's yeah. fair play like they've obviously given him the speech of this club's going places and he's jumped yeah. around board yeah. there so yeah and then same with Havertz I don't think Havertz is what Arsenal need and I don't think Havertz can be what they think Havertz is you know what I mean mm-hmm I just think it seems to it just seemed like it was a player that wanted out of a North another London rival. It was like a nice PR win, weren't it? And mm. yeah, I don't know. I just something yeah. feels off about it, and I think it could look back at that and big chunk of money wasted uh, there. Yeah. So go on then, Sam. Um, yeah, I went for Tenali. Um I think I think for me mostly as well, it's the fee. Like yeah. 50 million quid for Sandro Tonali. Like, so that's ridiculous. He's like so 23, good. 24 years old. Such a good player. Is that like you got like you just said then, like is is the player that you build your team around? And I know AC Milan was selling and yeah. there's been a lot of controversy over on their end, you know, with getting rid of, you know, members of the board and, yeah, and, yeah. and the background staff because they didn't agree with it. But it's just an unbelievable coup yeah. for Newcastle. I also put a little dash there with James Madison. Uh, I think James Madison will get statistics for Spurs. I yeah. think he'll be the bright light in a poor Spurs team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I completely I was, forgot this. Yeah. You know, I completely yeah. forgot he'd gone there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really, yeah. The thing is, like, he's so he's such a technically yeah. good player. Like yeah. he, he, like I say, in that game, he got two assists for Spurs, yeah. and the only reason why they scored was because. The balls that he put in were so good. They yeah. would not have scored a single goal if James yeah. Madison wasn't in that team. That that to me is like the signing I'd make on footy manager. If I like want to yeah. build a team that yeah, wants yeah. to have a little push from like mid table to, that, I just go get James Madison because he's just got the numbers yeah. and he he's got the stats and yeah yeah great signing yeah that's a good shout that go on then worst signing so far. So like like I was saying, um, I had to get a hipster answer in there. Um, <laughs> So I went with letting Wilfred Zaha go. Yeah. Um, I think, so I put Palace at like 16th. And yeah. I just think that while everyone's saying like, you know, um, Andre Ayew's there and he's relatively mm. creative and there's these, these there is, you know, us and Edward, he can still score goals. They played Sheffield United the other day, who we all have down to get relegated. So yeah. you can't base it off of that game. Getting rid of Zaha is like um, putting you in in the lion's den, but getting rid of the claws and the teeth. Like you're just there with a cat, then, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I, I just think it's like so. Whenever we've been to Turf and we've yeah. played Palace, and you you see Wilfred Zaha's on the team sheet, you're like, oh, for yeah. God, what's he going to do? <laughs> now he's not, not there. Yeah. Oh, who do you lean on now? Then yeah, they don't I look a good club. They, they've got random players everywhere. Yeah, they, they, they don't even have the goalkeeper situation sorted out because guy uh, didn't want to be there. Now then he fell out with board. Then he fell out with manager. Yeah, it, it just doesn't feel like a solid club, and I feel like Zaha is just gonna no be a huge reason to that. That's a fair shout, yeah. I don't know why they didn't just offer him a massive contract, like massive contracts. Yeah. It's still been cheaper than signing someone as good as Zaha, mm-hmm. so. I mean, he obviously just felt that he'd probably carried them as far as he could have yeah. done. You know what I mean? And, and I nearly put next to it as well. And I nearly put next to it and Zaha's decision to leave for European football <laughs> and for Galatasaray. Like, you've been waiting <laughs> for this big move all of your life and you go yeah. to play for Galatasaray. Like, I, it, just, like, like, it was either he'd go to like Tottenham or so, go somewhere <laughs> like that or just go Saudi. Just go and go. I'm having a retirement. Dortmund six yeah, months I know. Prior, yeah, like, and he ended up at Galatasaray. Like it's just, it's gone from like, yes, to like, 
no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mind that. Um, I think we'll probably wrap it all up there. I think we've pretty much covered every inch of the Premier League there. Um, there's no more every... stone to turn no. over. <laughs> no, there's no more stone to turn over, is there? There's think... not, but the best thing about this is that by the time this goes out, it's probably all changed. Yeah, it probably has all changed. Yeah, City, <laughs> City have just been, City have pumped, been pumped 6-0 off Newcastle. Burnley, you know, Burnley haven't played, so none of us are having a panic about how it's all gone tits up already against Luton away. <laughs> no I love it right lads I really appreciate your time um, coming on and sharing oh, it's been fun it's been a bit of a bumper episode this one a bit longer than we normally do so hopefully you guys listening have persevered and stuck with us um, it's been good fun we might revisit this halfway through the season or back end of this season and see how terrible the predictions were uh, we can all have a laugh at that so um, yeah make sure you give Give Sam a follow at Claret's Roundup and listen to what he has to say. He's got a lot of good inputs, just not just on Burnley, but mainly Burnley, but he chimes in other stuff as well. And Neil's always active on Twitter and uh, gets stuck in and stuff. So, yeah, anything to add before we leave, lads? Anything you want to throw in there? Uh, no, because we aren't playing, so I've literally got uh, yeah, carefree weekends. It? It's great. It's yeah. great. Come watch the PL all weekend with no panic. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm doing I'm doing three peaks tomorrow, aren't I? so I'm just gonna, oh, I'm gonna try and get some shut eye. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Right. Cheers, I'm Sam. Sure. Cheers, sure. Neil. <laughs> See you later. Stuck back for Arfield. What a bowling! Scott Arfield! He's been threatening that recently! And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end! Thank you everyone for listening to the latest episode of Turfcast Podcast. If you don't already, please subscribe to the channel or the podcast. You can follow us on all the social media channels as well. You can just search Turfcast Podcast in all the usual places. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.